It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Okay. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Alexis. How are you doing this fabulous Monday? Ah, you know, it's a day. It's a day. (laughs) Mondays are always a day. I don't like recording on Mondays, but let's tell everyone what happened last week. Uh, yeah, we recorded the entire episode and we're peeing our pants laughing like it was the best episode (laughs) and it was awesome. And then we found out that my microphone was off the entire time. (laughs) So sorry we missed our first week ever, but that's okay. We just needed a week off. We just had a little break. Now we're back. So Melissa, Alexa, let's talk about something that makes you a little more happy. Like when you're stressed and like you just need, I know you're not a meditator, but like you're just putting yourself like in a scene to like relax or wind down. Like if you close your eyes, what's the scene? Mm, beach, waves, sand, drinks, Amazing. sun. Yeah. Yes. I know me. So I used to visualize, like I have this photo on my computer of us going to Cancun or oh. somewhere like that. And there was a hammock like in the water that you would lay on. And I mean, it's a sunset. It was gorgeous. But now I like go back and forth between there and then like our property now. Cause I like- after, In Colorado. Yeah. After seeing like the colors and the snow and the lake, I mean, it was stunning. So- I mean, I feel like I'm more of a lake girl. You're definitely beach girl. Yeah. I mean, lake is like usually camping is usually involved and not my jam. Not your jam. (laughs) So since you're like Miss Beach, do you know the name of the rogue waves that travel in sets of three across the ocean, delivering unexpected refreshment from the spray that leaps from their crests as they crash to shore with both strength and beauty? Um, no. (laughs) Waves? Well, they're called white claw waves. White claw. There's actually a term for those three waves. Okay. So, yes, that leads me to what we're talking about today. So feel free to pop that little baby up and experience the refreshment that that leaps from the can. Did you hear the leaping? <laughs> it leaped. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers. cheers. <laughs> and I'll try this black cherry. I don't really love White Claw because it tastes like static to me normally, but it's Monday. And guess what? I'm going to like it today. You, you drink White Claw. <laughs> it's all about the experience. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It is a happy drunk. We're not going to get drunk today, but just one in your system. You got to drink the whole thing, lady. And a you're going to be like, I'm ready to shimmy. <laughs> okay. I'm on it. Shimmy shake. And actually, it tastes pretty good today. Oh, good. See, much better than... Yeah. You know, this is the afternoon, and when we recorded, it was like 9 a.m. In the morning's not good. Yeah, I'm not like a morning white clutch yet. No. Yeah, definitely refreshing spritzer. I'm I'm glad to know that you're not an alcoholic. Like, (laughs) I mean, it doesn't start till 5.15 when we roll in that cul-de-sac, and just like the chaos, it's like unleashing the tigers from the Roman cages. (laughs) And so all the moms are like... We're not going to drink. We're not going to drink. All the moms converge. And then we're like, there's only one way to handle it. Get the white claw. (laughs) (laughs) The claw. The claw. Only one way to tame the beast. (laughs) Yeah. So 
You know how much I love branding and I'm fascinated by how our creative team is all about creating logos that really have true intention and meaning like to represent the brand, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like any good creative team that spends countless hours like studying the brand values and the story behind like who the company is or wants to be and like creates a mark that evokes emotion and has the utmost intention they're bomb. They're like right on it and consumers will definitely see like that quality. Yeah. So when the Squid Agency set out to create the White Claw logo, they did just that. So check it out. The White Claw logo is a circular logo executed in a monochrome color palette, Mm -hmm. so black and white, and it represents style, progressiveness, and freedom. The goal of the logo was to reflect the spirit of the brand and its purpose, to make people feel relaxed and having fun. Mm. I mean, check out that logo. It looks like you see some birds, like the waves. I mean, it's pretty, like, looks pretty fun and kind of chill, right? I wish that when I opened the bottle, like, the sound of waves came out. I mean, that was kind of like waves. It was the refreshment from the waves crashing into each other. Okay, okay, okay. So the White Claw logo is composed of a three-wave image executed in smooth arch lines, Mm -hmm. and they utilize black and gray colors, which is interesting the way they execute the gray on the cans because basically they just have the can, like the aluminum show through. So check out the waves. Like Mm -hmm. they're not painting gray. They just don't print on that piece of it. Oh, I didn't notice that before. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So... A word mark is placed around the image and an arched, like, underlined framing the emblem. And it just, like, adds a sense of professionalism and wholeness to, like, the whole picture. It's not a full circle, like a badge, which I think is kind of interesting because so many people want, like, these badge logos. Mm -hmm. White Claw, it's like, it just brings it all together. Yeah, I bet you no one has studied the can as much as you have. Now they're going to (laughs) know. And the waves, like their peaks are curved and pointed, just like the claws of a tiger. Mm -hmm. So their sharpness stands for free and rebellious spirit, self-expression, creativity, while the strict straight lettering balances it out and adds stability and confidence. Okay. So like the straight lettering and like, the name of the flavor adds that stability and confidence. That's sans serif little serif font. And which is so cool is, you know, on the can, every, you know, it's always a monochrome logo, but they have a bright banner symbolizing the flavor of the drink. So like yellow, orange for mango, purple for cherry, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it's like placed slightly diagonally and covering the like whole front width of the can. Yep. So I like it. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. So today we're talking about White Claw, obviously. It has been my drink of choice for the last several years. For and sure, the, the whole 2020. I mean, every time I would come here during the pandemic, you'd be like, White Claw? At least a half case deep. <laughs> <laughs> Not to throw you under the bus, but you've been thrown. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you why I switched to White Claw. It was purely the intention of not feeling like bloated and I was gaining a lot of weight from beer because I love IPAs. Mm -hmm. So they're like heavy, rich beer. And so, you know, they got me. White Claw was created as a wellness brand. So it's (laughs) like a healthy drink. It's a healthy alcohol. Yeah. I mean. Okay. So not only did I want to talk about it today because it's my drink of choice, but like White Claw is truly another one of those people powered brands like Jeep. Oh, wow. Like Uh it They've invested pennies on the dollar to their marketing to how much sales they've actually generated. And everything that has made White Claw 
what it is, is the people. Like people have just taken on this brand and it it, has exploded. How old is the brand? So it's only five years old. What? Is that crazy? I had no idea. And the real, it basically exploded in 2019, right at the edge of the pandemic. And now it's just like, people can't, like other brands can't touch it. I feel like I've seen it. I mean, I feel like it's everywhere. Well, I think it's because what happened, and we'll talk about this later, is, you know, seltzers were like not a thing before Mm-mm. White Claw. You had Mike's Hard Lemonade and all those other is like. Is that considered a seltzer? Well, not, I don't know, but it's not, it's more like a, what they call it is a ready to drink yeah. beverage. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that stuff was on the market, but not like these true seltzers. Like LaCroix was. Crazy enough, LaCroix was created in the 80s. Did you know that? Really? I felt like LaCroix just came around too. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like you think it's everywhere because it just, it's been in your face for the last three years, like everywhere you go. Yeah. So let me just give you some history. Speaking of Mike's Hard Lemonade, Mr. Anthony Von Mandy, Armandi, the owner of Mark Anthony Group, is one of the richest people in Canada. And his net worth is now estimated at $8.7 billion, up from $3.3 billion just 15 months ago. Is that Canadian dollars or U.S. dollars? It says the dollar signs. I'm <laughs> assuming it's U.S. dollars. Okay. Okay. So he was really the mastermind behind White Claw. And, you know, he isn't a newcomer to the alcohol business. He started in the 70s as a wine seller in Vancouver. And then he was the original founder of... What? I'm excited. Your face right now. drink ever. He was Mike's Hard Lemonade founder? Yuck. I know. How did he create something marginally delicious <laughs> after creating that? I don't know. I think he was like the sugar content in Mike's Hard Lemonade and the amount of people that like are just dead on the floor the next day after the drinking of two the of them. 16-year-olds who are dead on the floor? Like if you are over 16 and you choose Mike's Hard Lemonade as your beverage of choice... I hope you know that we're talking about you. The we one know, we know a few. We know a few gentlemen yeah. who like to and I just, choose it. I would encourage you to grow some Switch. balls. <laughs> <laughs> you just go to the new White Claw, which we'll talk about. They've created a new one that is like the double, one. like Mike's harder. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's well, kind of yeah. So Mike's hard lemonade. I mean, I mean, sorry. So (laughs) I can't get the hard thing out of my head. It's really bad. (laughs) Okay. So since White Claw started, it is captured 54% of the hard seltzer market, which is crazy. So in the United States, the alcoholic beverage industry is estimated at guess how many billion? I mean, it's huge. Like $222 billion alcohol. Total alcohol. Total alcohol. Okay. So within that, the beer category, it makes up the majority of the market share with $102 billion of the U.S. market. Okay. Ready-to-drink beverages account for only $6.5 billion of the market share. And while this growth has been like steady, hard seltzer has grown 200% between 2018, like the edge of it, and 2019. Wow. 200%. 200% in one year? One year. So the ready-to-drink beverage market is forecasted to grow at 4.8% by 2023. And for hard seltzer alone, it's expected to grow by $2.5 billion Wow. by 2021. So the end of this year, from 2018, it's going to be a $2.5 billion market. Wow. Crazy. That is crazy. And, you know, we did say, like, if you are a someone over the age of 16 mm-hmm. – 
and you did say male. So, I mean, typically, right? Like these seltzers have been they're, known as like female. the female. The female. female. <laughs> We're really on a roll. We today. are great. We just we didn't drink ten of these before. I promise. <laughs> Um, it is a female drink. I think of White Claw as like, I mean, once again, I'm going to say it's like the yoga pants, the Uggs, the mom, the kid, the cul-de-sac. I mean, does it sound familiar, Alexis? I think I have all those things, <laughs> which is amazing. So, you know, White Claw was initially considered a girly drink until just recently. Hmm. So Mr. Trevor Wallace, do you know who that is? I mean, I could lie and say I don't, but I do because we recorded this already. <laughs> <laughs> so Trevor Wallace actually made it acceptable for young college-age men and even older to drink White Claw. So when Trevor Wallace did this like skit, which I'm going to play, White Claw was predominantly female-driven, yeah. and now it's a 50-50 split. It actually went to 50-50? Yeah. Wow. That actually shocks me. And- one other thing that's so crazy is, you know, I think it is also like White Claw uses the phrase made pure and it's named after the breaking waves and is marketed more like a premium spritzer than beer. Mm. So White Claw's also not only appealed to this like wellness demographic, it's appealed to like they think it's a little more elite. So wait till you watch this little skit. Okay. White Claw? White Claw Summer 2019, baby. Those glasses. Basically just a vegan Four loco. But if you think about it, LaCroix, it's just a virgin White Claw. It's like a Four loco that went to private school. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. Oh, my bad. I mean, it's basically just a rich person's limerita. I only drink White Claws on days that I'm with Wise. That's all of them, Margaret. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what seltzer means, but it sounds rich. If you look closely, you can see me getting barreled in that wave right there. You're a Trulies girl? <laughs> Probably have an Android too. Why are there no songs about white claws yet? Like not even the chain smokers have that? Pathetic. Yeah, you claw? Mango's not in the variety pack? You're lucky I'll f the black cherry. Doesn't even taste like anything. Shh. Yeah, if you listen closely, you can hear the sound of a crackling jewel. You know what it tastes like? Oh my god, that's freaking hilarious. Is that hilarious? I love it. I've never actually seen that. He is crazy. Like he is just. It's so funny. Like, he coined the term, there's no laws when you're drinking claws. <laughs> like, he's like, no one needs girls at my party when I got white claws. He's, like, yelling at the building across, like, work. Why are you people in the office? Like, yeah, you, you should drink white? white claws. Like, so funny. If you drink lime, you like missionary. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, you're boring. You're boring. That is so funny. A lot of the things he's saying are things that I've seen, like, on social media, people make fun of, but I haven't ever seen that video. That's hilarious. I mean, it is hilarious. Like, he just changed the game. So after that, like, social media blew up. This ain't no laws while you're drinking claws, like, just got Did out of Did he really control. create that phrase? He created it. And what is crazy is White Claw actually just let him roll with it because it was, like, his, mm -hmm. like, improv thing. And he created merchandise. I mean, just Google ain't no laws when you're like drinking claws. And it is like the merchandise out there. It's like you can buy. But he doesn't own all the merch, right? It's like random people have cre have taken it. I and mean, done he it. created a pretty intense store. Wow. So he capitalized. Good on for it. him. So, crazy. So again, White Claw has created this brand, which is phenomenal and people powered and it's so crazy. Like, why do you think so many people just jumped on the bandwagon and it went viral? Not just because of the Trevor Wallace. No. I mean, 
I think people were drinking more during the pandemic and this is lighter. And like you said, like you don't feel like you're, it's only like 100 calories. You know? And it's like about an experience. So mm-hmm. according to data from Eventbrite, 78% of millennials would rather spend money on a desirable experience than buy a physical product. And let me just tell you. This is both a physical product and, and an experience. a desirable experience. <laughs> I mean, come on. When you have a couple white claws, you just tell me. Are you having a desirable experience? I don't think there's anyone that's had a bad experience. I mean, like it's just happy. Yeah, it's happy. I would prefer a little sipper of extra Añejo tequila as my ready-to-drink beverage, but this is a good second second combination. And here's the deal. White Claw has like really embraced this affluent market, which like they're advertising and hanging around people that are windsurfing and boating and hiking. I mean, it's a perfect outdoor, it's a perfect drink to carry with you somewhere where it's not easy to make a drink. That's when I would go to it because all the other like seltzers I've tried are disgusting. This one is the least disgusting to me. But like if I can't bring a bottle of tequila and club soda, like I'll bring this. And like it's a beer. Well, it's brewed like a beer, which we'll talk about in a minute. But it's not heavy. So Mm -hmm. like if you're doing all these like wellness activities, like windsurfing, boating, hiking, outdoor things, and it's hot, like – when you pop that, you know, you got the refreshment. You got there the refreshment. There are vitamins in it because that'd make me feel even better. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Melissa, there are vitamins. Okay. I don't want to be quoted on that, but yes, that's not a health I'm not a doctor nor a nutritionist, but, but if you believe there's vitamins in your White Claw. I mean, I feel like I'm drinking vitamins. All I got to say. So it yeah. It's gluten-free. It's gluten-free. Okay. And there are how many calories? 100 102 calories. grams of carbs. No. And two grams of carbs. And 100 calories, calories. yeah. Yeah. So it's... And it's made pure. Made pure. What does that mean? It's made pure, like the ocean. But it's become this lifestyle brand by creating, like, people have, like, enjoyed the experiences around when they're drinking White Claw. And as I said, like, people prioritize experiences rather than products. So it is really taken off as this people-powered brand. Check this out. In a market full of choices, White Claw is just obviously dominated. White Claw receives 171 million searches in Google. That's what? 12 times the search volume for spiked seltzer. Why Why are they searching for it? Like, I'm curious what they're looking for. Maybe they're looking to buy it. But, like, you just go to the store. Maybe they're looking, <laughs> like, how many calories. Okay, maybe. I, I always wonder, like, why do people search like some alcohol of, spirit brands? Yeah. But they, they do. do. Huh. So, and then they, like... They know how to stand apart, like, in a crowd. You know, they created this drink that consumers crave, and it, like, gives them a reason to share these, like, white claw moments, uh-huh. and then they, and then all their friends are craving it. And really, I don't know if they're craving the actual beverage or they're craving... The feeling they get. The feeling they get. Because like, I do get, like, there, there are some cool memories I've had, like, being here with you and your neighbors, and, like, you know, it's, like, it's a... It's a thing. It's an experience. And it does feel like there's a little club you join on TikTok or Instagram if you can, like, make fun of White Claw or, like, talk about your experience because, like, then you're in with the the Claw crowd and that's, like, a whole nother thing. And it's crazy. Like, White Claw's also been so selective about ad placement. Like, in 2019, the brand actually cut its ad spend by 30%. What? Yeah. In what year? In 2019, because it was crazy, it was blowing up. And remember, there was like like that white claw shortage. Yeah. So they were like, we can't keep advertising because oh my gosh, it's where it's they're having trouble making it. 
But White Claw spent 91% of its tracked media budget on cable TV, 6% on magazines, and 2% on non-traditional TV spots. And then everyone else, like the broader category, spent 75% on cable, 10% on network TV, and 4% on outdoor. So, you know, White Claw didn't really do a lot of outdoor. No, they did just mostly TV. And what they did, I mean, it's just been always benefited from like earned media and social media like mentioned. I mean, they're all over social media. There's a million accounts just dedicated to like that people run. Yeah. White Claw Meme, White Claw Chronicles. Yeah. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And like people have created these white claw accounts that get like hundreds of thousands of likes and shares. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's not even the brand. So I actually have never seen like the White Claw social media. Is it cool? Like do they do cool stuff? I mean, I think it's awesome. It is all about the product, but then they've integrated like some experiences now with their new campaign. Okay. But it's all like black and white. And the only thing that really stands out is like the color of the can. Oh, well, that's basically, cool. basically, you know, the two the pops flavor. of colors. Yeah. Because they have the pop bottle cap thing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Top. The bottle, the, the oh, pop top, whatever. Pop top mm-hmm. is colored. The stripe is colored and the ring around the can. Mm-hmm. So it just, it really stands out. And again, they're focusing. So the White Club can is typically like in the forefront and then like waves or experiences are in are in the background, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, most recently with their new ad campaign that I'm going to talk about in a minute, they're really bringing like these organic experience videos to the forefront. Oh, cool. So after, you know, that Trevor Wallace skit, which was hilarious. So funny. Like, you got to post that. Oh, it's it's awesome. And, and there's like so many different versions, but I'm just going to post a little bit. It. But it really became like the unofficial party drink of Americans. And it made seltzers take off. Like, after this video, the market grew 90%. Well, we just had a new client come to us who is, it's called Becky's Personality Juice, which is kind of a, like a interesting name. I, lo- I like it. I love it. But it's like targeting Gen Z, really. And it is a seltzer that is like for the party crowd. Like they're trying to follow the bachelorette party crowd. And it's based out of here, out of Scottsdale. And I, we should probably cover them because I'm obsessed with their marketing. It's like Barbie-esque. Yeah. It is so cute. We have to wait till they get a little bigger. Bigger. But I mean, their launch party, you know, they did it at Sax's house. Mm-hmm. And it was at our like, friend's like mansion that he rents out. And I remember being like, why didn't I get invited? I mean, it was, I didn't know if I really wanted to go. It was like girls and, I mean, you know, it was songs and all that stuff. it was 100% meant for 22-year-olds. I know. Like, it would be like you. 20 years ago, that was your jam. old lady in the door. <laughs> no way. So, and you know, Melissa, like I love when brands like want to battle it out. Like yeah. that agency dance off that I'm going to make happen at some point in my free time, I feel like would be badass. Yeah. So, I'm actually into it. I want to do it. <laughs> so this market is crazy. Like people want to battle it out. So the brands na- are battling. Ban- brands are battling. People want to just take down White Claw because they are so successful. So Natty Ice actually orchestrated a pretty big PR stunt. Wait, hang on. Yeah. Like when I was in college at Kent State, Natty Ice was the official, unofficial fraternity beer. Disgusting. You're telling me Natty Ice has seltzer? Yeah. Oh, God. So they actually came up with Natty Light Seltzer, and they have two wildly unique flavors. And they don't want to like change their can style. Like they are not in the seltzer cans. They're oh. in the traditional 12-ounce beer cans. Okay. And they have a slightly higher like alcohol percentage. And they're priced about 20% cheaper than White Claw. Yeah, because truly it's like the discount 
beverage. <laughs> it's so sad. So our neighbor out in Colorado, that's all he likes is Natty Ice. And we, it was snowing. It was crazy. So I kept Natty Ice in my RV to take over and I was taking pictures and people called me out like, I love you guys. Did you really buy <laughs> Natty Ice? Like, yeah, because you're, you're, like a, you're like a fancy beer drinker. Like, no. I was like, no, please don't judge me. That I that was for my neighbor. <laughs> um, and we didn't get to deliver it to him, so I'm saving it. But yeah, it's still in my RV. Ugh. It just like gives me the creeps because I do remember drinking. And you have to drink like 50 of them. So yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I will never unassociate Natty Ice with sticky floors, slutty outfits, and like outcast. Oh my God. Yes. Oh God. I just got a bad visual. Don't take me there. So they named their two seltzers, Natty Light Catalina Lime Mixer and Natty Light Aloha Beaches. Aloha Beaches. That's my jam. So they position themselves as like the economically like conscious seltzer, which well, they're kind of making fun of the product with those names, don't you think? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought was hilarious. So I didn't know about this fancy wine mixer that happens every year on Catalina Island. Because we're not that bougie. No, it is bougie. Like you, to go to this event, you have to have a yacht. You have to like fly in with a helicopter. I mean, it's like the bougiest of bougies. So what <laughs> happened is Natty Ice decided to like do this huge stunt and which is hilarious because it is bougie wine mixer event. Here comes in Natty Ice in their huge <laughs> yacht wrapped with Natty Light Catalina Lime Mixer, like huge all over the yacht. And they threw a huge, like a social media party on the top of the yacht. And the only way you could get to the yacht was via Helicopter. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Were like the people like who threw this party so they're like Natty that Ice. Natty Ice what? got invited. Who invited Natty Ice but to the yacht at, party? And do you think they were like, what level of influencer? They're like, I got invited to the Natty Ice party. I'm not involved. I'm like not on the Vuv boat. Like I'd rather be on the Vuv boat than the Natty Ice oh, boat, yeah, right? For sure. But I feel like some of them were probably like, hey, we're on a yacht. Like, who yeah, cares, right? Yeah. I mean, I can't say I would turn the invite down. No. I mean, Catalina Island, yacht, fun. Helicopter, okay. But then they tell you you can only <laughs> drink Natty Light Seltzer. That's like the buzzkill. Like, is it, Melissa, That's... be like, are there tequila lime <laughs> seltzers on this boat? Because I, would... I was told that there was something with lime on these boats. <laughs> I would just throw a little flask in my purse. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was at that party, a helicopter landed, the music was bumping, like people were like, who's this, who's the guy coming out of here? Guess who? The music stops. Trevor Wallace steps out of the hel helicopter. Ain't no laws when you're drinking Natty Ice. Ice, seltzer. yeah. So <laughs> he like stepped out, officially announced that he was like Natty Light Seltzer Man and man where it was Twitter blowing up. Like, people were like, it's, what? What the hell is he doing on so this boat? was he actually a paid influencer by White Claw? No. Yeah, oh. I mean, he. I'm sure they ended up, but the first skit, no, it was truly organic. So then they must not have had, like, a long-term contract if he, like, was able to get swooped up by Natty Ice so quickly. But they didn't, remember, they didn't take any, like, royalties. They didn't attack him for the no laws, making oh, yeah. claws thing. So, but right after that, Cease and assist letter, baby. No more merch. No more no laws while you're drinking claws. Is, he, like, is it all down now? Done. 
Oh, wow. Well, I mean, it's still up, but, like, he can't do anything. Like, obviously, that video is still up on YouTube. But, like, like his merch he site? Can't, he can't, like, promote it. He can't be the face. Like, he's done. Wow. Which sucks because he's probably making a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, like, launched the seltzer war. And Anheuser-Busch was, is pissed. I mean, they are, like, the leader in… Most alcohol. Most alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. So they had Bon Viv spiked seltzer, and they were like, how do we get this seltzer out in the market to really compete with White Claw? I have never heard of that. I know. Is it even in Arizona in grocery stores? Yeah. Really? It's like these little, look, it's like these little mermaid. It's like two mermaids. Oh, I've never seen it. Crazy. I think I had one a long time ago. It's actually, they taste pretty good. I think they actually have more flavor than White Claw, but... Again, you just like White Claw is cooler. So they launched a campaign to promote the taste test challenge of competitors' beverages. So they asked consumers to take a polygraph about which hard seltzer they prefer with the chance to win $1,000. So if they don't lie. If they don't lie. Not if they pick Bon Viv. No, just that they don't lie. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Take a little sip there. Sorry. Got to have a little (laughs) sip. Wet my whistle. So 50 people... (laughs) Ages 25 to 39 took the polygraph test. 46 participants said they prefer Bon Viv's classic beverage over White Claw. 46 out of 50? And they failed the polygraph. Because <laughs> they lied. Because <laughs> they lied. They were like, I just. And love just four White people Claw. actually said they prefer White Claw over Bon Viv. And they passed and they won the $1,000. Ah, see? So people were trying to be like, yes, Bon Viv. We love it. We love it. Nope. Like, you should see the polygraph. The guy's like, why are you lying? They're like, we're not. And they'd like try to drink it to like cover it up. But no, they, in their heart, they liked Vlad Club better. So funny. But it's kind of interesting. doesn't get you anywhere. But I think it's really interesting, which we didn't talk about this when we recorded last week, is the challenge wasn't over Bon Viv's flavor over a white claw flavor it was bon vibs over white claw pure which white claw pure is just like seltzer water what yeah so I, that was kind of interesting to me after i reread this hmm. weird so you know they they got a lot of traction they had a cute youtube video like it was called like the seltzer showdown tell us what you think and you know i think anheuser Bush got a lot of traction from it but Sadly to say, people still (laughs) liked White Claw. So these numbers are crazy. I mean, overall, Anheuser-Busch has, like, increased messaging to reach millennial women whose beverages preferences have moved away from, like, legacy beers, but they can't even touch White Claw. Yeah. You know, White Claw's sales grew 283% year over year in July. Is that crazy? Holy cow. 283%. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. How much do they spend on marketing total? Did you ever get that? Or you just got percents? Just got percents, but I'm going to tell you, this is the first time they're going global. So this year, they plan to launch in 10 new markets, and they had to strategize. Like, what are we going to do? We're going to launch. They've never spent a ton of money on marketing. They have this people-powered brand, and they're like, how can we advertise, take it global, but still stay true to our roots. So they came up with this brilliant idea, which in my mind, it's so cool. So they're creating this campaign, like this consumer love campaign, and they want to keep the brand fresh, but like show White Claw and like really have it organic and transparent. So they've actually partnered with content creators across the globe to create 
like really organic content. They've created these cool videos about like how White Claw is about your freedom and people to enjoy experiences. And they've created this cool campaign from, like I said, content creators across the globe. No sets, no actors. Like basically they just said, Melissa, you're a great content creator. Just start filming like you and your friends in your like day-to-day life. Is it me filming or do they have like send professional videographers? Well, they they have like, the content creator probably arranged a videographer, but it's super organic. Like just come to my party, start filming, and then they edit it up. I'm just curious. Like I didn't get a call. I didn't get a call either. I feel like the cul-de-sac marketing would have been awesome. It would have been. Damn. We probably cuss too much in the cul-de-sac when we're yelling at children. But I still feel like we could have like blurted out with some, you know, yeah, cool music. Totally. So if you check it out, like the videos are awesome. There's some like people throwing a birthday party and they're singing and everyone's laughing and like the music is so like lighthearted and awesome and they're cheersing to their white claws and there's other ones like they're skateboarding in a pool and they just like they fall over and they're laughing and then they grab a white claw it's like it's not you can tell it's not scripted at all which is so true to their brand best kind of marketing and the best kind of marketing that there's no actors or sets it's just like you do you right Because they've generated over 4 billion organic impressions just from memes alone. So like to go to a full-fledged ad campaign. Oh, it would be such a disaster. It'd be the worst thing to do. I like, how would you tell a brand who has a desire to create that kind of user-generated content like as its primary driver? Like what would your advice to them be? What would my advice be? Yeah, like how does a brand do what White Claw did? That's what everyone asks us. It's like, it, it's really the luck of the draw, it honestly. Is. It's like creating a cool brand that people can just start organically loving. But you really can't like, you can't force it. No, you can't force it. But it is all about the product. And what I think is so cool, the memes are hilarious. Because like White Claw, again, people couldn't live without it. I mean, for my birthday, my neighbors made me a White Claw birthday cake because I don't like cake. So it was like a <laughs> legit three-layer cake, which I will post on social media because Ashley Shed just nailed it. Except for there were multiple flavors other than black cherry and so White like, Claw. I don't explain – explain to me because I don't get the flavor conundrum. Like how come – it's like you only like two flavors, but like there's – I'm confused. Yeah, like if we ask our – like Artie, for example, we'll be like, hey, can you like go pick up some White Claw? And he'll go get the variety pack and we're all like, damn, the variety pack. <laughs> and he's like, what? This is all they had. I thought I was getting you – all the men, that's what they do. They bring the variety pack. <laughs> like, sorry, the variety <laughs> pack. like the other flavors are gross, but no, you- there's like four of the ones we actually like and then we just throw them in the fridge. And when people come over, this is our strategy, I'll tell you. You're like, oh, grab Oh, let me get you a White Claw. And then we all look at each other, get them the flavors. <laughs> like, people always stop by, like, walking their dogs. And, you know, we're the friendly cul-de-sacs. So we're like, oh, you go to our kid's school? Would you like a beverage? And we're like, this is the perfect moment to get rid of the variety <laughs> pack flavors. Didn't you say that your kids set up a lemonade stand and were selling White Claws? No. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. That would be awesome. But, like, I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. So I personally just like the mango and the black cherry. And I think most people do. I actually recently tasted strawberry, which I am a huge fan. If there's nothing else, I'll do a ruby red, but don't give me watermelon, lime. Ugh, gross. I don't like any of those. Watermelon's like sugar, I syrup. I'm thankful that you gave me a black cherry. Does that mean I- I'm willing to spare. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. But anyways, so yeah, it's like, that's the deal. 
And then check this out. Like I told you I had the white claw cake. Look at this meme. It's like people like oh show up. Oh my God. Up to That's bring- a white, it says, it's called a clausserole. It's like a picture of a casserole dish with like tinfoil like half folded back. And there's like a row of white claws underneath. It's like pulling up. That's like the perfect to the thing event to bring. With my clausserole. I love it. And there's so many other memes like. There's a black cherry juice box where this kid is like ju- drinking the black cherry juice box of White Claw. Oh my God. And then, and this other one is hilarious. Like when you drink White Claw, this is what you want to do. Like the dirty dancing pose, you know, like in the water, you just like fly and soar through the air. Just feel like you you're. Just feel like you're like. Like you can do anything. I know. Like you can just run and do that move. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that move, by the way. I've tried multiple times and Wes just looks at me like, what are you running full speed at me down the hallway? Like, don't, when I do that, like lift me up and like, you know, do that move. You should like play that part first so he like knows what to do. Like play the movie. You think Wes would know what to do in anything related to dancing? Uh, no. And I don't think he does. He doesn't even know anything about dirty dancing. Well, you just play that one clip and be like, just do your best. Let's just try. Go at the end of the hall. Let's go. I'd probably be like face first into the hardwood floor. All I can bar. say is if you do that, will you just set up a, a, a tripod camera? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can do it at the lake when we... Uh, no, it's too muddy, gross. Yeah, I'm not no. doing that. So moral of the story is create a brand that's not about the product. It's all about the marketing and it has to have legs. Like this has so many legs. Like if you oh can God. create multiple memes and there's like no shortage of memes, you know you nailed it, right? But I have to say it is all about the marketing, but... Clearly, the product is pretty good, too. Otherwise, it wouldn't have taken off this much, right? Uh, I mean, I say that, and then, like, I wouldn't buy it. But I wouldn't buy any seltzer. What? I just, it's not my jam. I guess if I bought a seltzer, I would probably get White Claw because I'd be bringing it to a party, and I'd want to be like, oh, she brings, like, the good flavors of the good drink. But, like, I wouldn't buy it for myself. Okay. Well, (laughs) I guess this is not convincing you. But let me tell you something else, which is so brilliant about White Claw. Kate, check this out. Kate, she tried to take a picture of me, like, (laughs) Wait, I have to describe what she's doing. She has the White Claw can in her hand, and she's, like, awkwardly moving it and dancing around. (laughs) So the creators of White Claw not only created this can and this logo and the balance here – for shelving and merchandising purposes. Okay. They created it for drunk, blurry photos at 4 a.m. <laughs> on Instagram. For real? I mean, they thought about all these things. Like they Wait, created do that again. I'm gonna try to take a little, I'm gonna try to take a little picture while you're like, move faster. Hang on. Can you move recognize faster? Your move faster. Move faster. Oh, wait, let's see. Oh, look it. You can recognize the white claw, even yeah. if it's blurry. Don't post that. I'm not gonna <laughs> post it. So that's brilliant though, right? So brilliant. Like they thought through, like, if we're gonna create a product, it has to be like the logo and the can, it has to be so distinctive that it has to show up in late night blurry, blurry pictures. Pictures. That is, I've actually never heard of a brand considering that. I mean, I don't think they really thought of late night drunk pictures, but I really I do think they were thinking if we can be we can be successful because so many millennials all they do which is horrible post pictures of themselves with their alcohol like mm-hmm. that's like their thing and they can create a brand that is easily recognizable like you just glance for one second and, and you, you know, know it's white claw yeah. brilliant right it, it is brilliant because there's so many beers today which i love don't get me wrong i'm like so fascinated with all these beers that 
cool designs on the cans. And you can't see them from far away or tell the difference. But like, how would you know what the true brand is, you right? Could. Like, you're just fascinated by the can. But White Claw, like this logo and this mark. I mean, when you're holding a claw, you know this is you're a claw. holding a claw. <laughs> It's true. And like you said, I mean, White Claw actually inspired a whole new phenomenon of cup hardware. Oh, they did? Yeah. Like, did they invent this can? I don't know, but I'm going to pretend they did because I don't know anything else. Because like, there are like, there's like White Claw koozies. Yeah. And there's like like, White Claw Yetis. And White Claw everything. I wish though in my car that they had a cup holder that could change the size based on not that I drive I was with a white say, claw. Do you drink with your <laughs> like, okay. I wish I could bring Wait, let maybe me your ex- boat. Let's let rephrase me boat. The, but even like a Red Bull, okay? Like there's a lot of beverages in this type of can now. Like I wish like the cars had like a, a holder that would clasp depending on the size of your can. Okay, is that too that's bougie? Gotta be a, that's gotta be a thing. <laughs> that must be too bougie. But that would be brilliant. Right? Don't steal our idea, people, if that's it's not TM. TM. We're done. We already, we, already, <laughs> we already filed it right now. This is crazy. They are so successful. They not only have changed like social norms, they've changed the way people have been consuming alcohol. You know, they are growing like crazy. They've invested, last year they invested $250 million in opening a new facility in Arizona to meet this demand. I know. We had and a it, client who like did the electric and then we had another client who owned the land. And it was like on. completed in record time. Oh like, yeah, because they were like, we have a shortage and it's a pandemic. Let's bring the claws to the people. To the people. And then they created a $400 million state-of-the-art production site in Pineville, Park, Richmond County, South Carolina, that claims to be one of the largest breweries to be built in the U.S. Then, it's a brewer? Yeah, brewery. So what's so crazy that I learned, obviously I knew everyone says it's it's not alcohol, it's malt liquor or whatever. It is, White Claws are brewed like a beer. So they do the same thing. It's made with gluten-free sugars and grains and then fermented and brewed like a beer. Huh. But guess what? what? That's why it's so cheap. Because apparently it's taxed like a beer, not a spirit. So like high noons and all these other like mamitas and all these things, they have actual alcohol, which is a spirit. Mm -hmm. And so they have to be priced higher just because they're taxed when they're made like a spirit versus a beer. That's so interesting. Which is so crazy. I don't like high noons. They're gross. No, I'm not a high noon drinker. I'm definitely staying true to the claw. (laughs) So I'm not going to say white claw anymore. I'm just going to say the claw. (laughs) I think that's way cooler. But a year ago, think about this. There were 20 seltzers on the market, and White Claw had a 40 to 45% market share. Today, there are 80 brands, and their market share is 63%. There's 80 seltzer brands in, in the world or in the U.S.? says in the U.S. market. That's bananas. But White Claw still, like they even within Greece competition, they have 63%. Yeah. And, and the OG. They are the OG. Hmm. I'm just so impressed. And they're people-powered, I'm telling you. It's just I'm so excited to see what happens next for them. They are just going to continue to, like, be organic and grow organically. They've now launched their Surge brand, which not sure if I'm liking the blue can, but you can definitely differentiate it because it is double the alcohol. Oh, wow. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, cool, I can get a buzz quicker by just drinking one or two of these versus like 10, you know? 
<laughs> Spoken like a true alcoholic. Spoken like a true alcoholic. <laughs> and and then they're going global. I mean, they yeah. can you believe they've had that much success only in the Five US? Five years, too. Five years. Yeah. We've had our company for 13. There's no bees or in where our... Where are the bees? There's no bees. <laughs> <laughs> We're missing some bees. Oh, God. Maybe we should have another white cloud. I well, mean, I'll tell you, I almost finished this whole can. And see? I... And now you're going to buy them for yourself or no? No, but I feel pretty happy. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for listening. And let me just cite some of my sources. AdAge had an awesome article about Natty Light deploys Trevor Wallace stunt aimed at White Claw. AdRoll talked a lot about, you know, White Claw's brand awareness stunts. PR Newswire and talks about the White Claw hard seltzer launches first global campaign since 2018. And NoGood.io talks a lot about White Claw Seltzer's growth and their core marketing strategy. Nice. That was a great one. I'm feeling good right now after my claw. And I just want to remind you that we would love if you subscribed, if you don't already, or tell a friend or two, especially maybe a friend who likes White Claw, like bring him a White Claw and tell him to listen to this episode. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen or wherever you listen if they take reviews. (laughs) And that's it. We hope we will entertain you next week with our next episode. See you then. Bye. Bye.